This is the African Express podcast service. Brought to you from the Northwestern University Library's vocal booth. Coming to you every weekend from the banks of Lake Michigan in Chicago to the Manu River Basin in West Africa. This podcast is sponsored by Northwestern University's program of African Studies. This podcast is about accountability, gender equality, youth empowerment, climate change, and democracy. Welcome to the Africanist Press African History Series, featuring prominent voices of academics, poets, activists involved in shaping discussions about Africa and its past. For this episode, we introduce Linton Kwesi Johnson, also known as LKJ. Linton Kwesi Johnson was born on the 24th of August in 1952 in Jamaica, and in 2002 became the second living poet and the only black one to be published in the Penguin Modern Classics series. His performance poetry involves the recitation of his own verse in Jamaican patois over dub reggae, usually written in collaboration with reggae producer and artist Dennis Bovell. Johnson studied sociology at Goldsmiths College in New Cross, London, graduating in 1973. Speaking in a 2018 interview about his start as a poet, he said, I began to write verse not only because I liked it, but because it was a way of expressing the anger, the passion of the youth of my generation in terms of our struggle against racial oppression. Johnson wrote for New Musical Express, Melody Maker, and Black Music in the 1970s. In the following, you will hear his poetry performance at the West Indian Center, commemorating 50 years since the death of David Uluwale, a British Nigerian who drowned in the River Eire in Leeds, West Riding of Yorkshire, in 1969. This African history series aims to feature voices, institutions, and individuals engaged in the story of Africa's past and present development. Here, we honor the work and contributions of Linton Kwesi Johnson and the black experience in Britain. I didn't really want to recite this poem because I wrote it when I was 20. I wrote this poem more or less to express how the youth of my generation felt at that particular time. This is around 1972. Some people have told me years after that it was prophetic, but when I was writing it, I didn't think I was prophesying anything. I thought I was stating the obvious. Time come. It soon come. It soon come. Look out, look out, look out. Fruit soon ripe for take we bite. Strength soon come for we fling we might. It soon come. It soon come. Look out, look out, look out. We feel bad. We look sad. We smoke weed. And if your eyes sharp, read the violence now we eye. We're going to smash the sky with we bad, bad blood. Look out, look out, look out. It soon come. It soon come. Is the shadow walking behind you? His eye stand up right before you. Look out. But it's too late now. I did warn you. When you fling me in a prison, I did warn you. When you kill Olo Wally, I did warn you. When you beat Joshua Francis, I did warn you. When you pick Panda Panthers, I did warn you. When you jack me up against the wall, I didn't ball, but I did warn you. 
Now you see fire burning in my eye. You smell badness upon my breath. Feel violence, violence bursting out of me. Look out. It's too late now. I did warn you. I hope you're happy, Max. It's a poem I wrote as a contribution to a campaign that was being waged in the black communities against the infamous SUS law, SUS being short for suspicion. The Vagrancy Act from the time of Queen Victoria, which had been dormant on the statute books, rediscovered by racist police officers when the black youth of my generation emerged on the scene in this country and you would be arrested and charged and jailed for attempting to steal from persons unknown. There was never a victim produced in court to give evidence against you. It was your word against the police officer. And as long as he was able to convince the magistrate that he had reasonable grounds to believe that you intended to commit the crime, that was all that was required. And it was a successful campaign. The law was abolished, but of course, it was replaced with another law which meant more or less something similar. So it's a letter written from prison addressed to a mother somewhere in the Caribbean, and the writer of the letter is trying to explain to his mother the circumstances of his imprisonment with his younger brother. Sonny's letter. Brixton Prison, Jeb Avenue, London Southwest 2, England. Dear Mama, good day. I hope that when these few lines reach you, they may find you in the best of health. Mama, I really don't know how to tell you this, cause I did make a solemn promise to take care of little Jim and try my best to look out for him. Mama, I really did try my best. But nonetheless, I'm sorry to tell you, sir, poor little Jim, get a rest. It was the middle of the rush hour when everybody just a hustle and a bustle to go home for them evening shower. Me and Jim stand up waiting for a bus, not causing no fuss. When all on a sudden, a police van pull up. Out jump three policemen, the whole of them carrying baton. Them walk straight up to me and Jim. One of them hold on to Jim, so I'm taking him in. Jim tell him to let go of him, for him not do nothing. And him not thief, not even a button. Jim start for wriggle. The police start for giggle. Mama, Make I tell you what them do to Jim. Mama, make I tell you what them do to him. Them thump him in him belly and he turn to jelly. Them lick him pan him back and him rib get pop. Them lick him pan him head but it tough like lead. Them kick him in him seed and it started to bleed. Mama, I just couldn't stand up there and I do nothing. 
So I joke one in him eye and him started to cry. I thump one in him mouth and him started to shout. I kick one pan him shin and him started to spin. I thump him pan him chin and him drop pan a bin and crash. And dead. Mama, more policemen come down and beat me to the ground. Them charge Jim Fissus. Them charge me for murder. Mama, don't fret. Don't get depressed and downhearted. Be of good courage till I hear from you. I remain your son, Sonny. Um, it's all right. It's all right. I want to do this poem called It No Funny because I recorded it on my Forces of Victory album. This is one of my poems that work with music or without music, I think. It's talking about the rebel generation to which I belong. Unlike our parents who were a bit more constrained in the way they could fight racial injustice because simply because they had responsibilities, they had families to consider. They couldn't just walk off the job every time they were racially abused. Well, that generation really is the heroic genera generation as far as John LaRose, my mentor, is concerned. You know, the so-called Windrush generation, the heroic generation. And John called them the heroic generation because of what they were able to achieve in spite of the racially hostile environment they found themselves in. And this provided a solid foundation for the second generation, which I belong to, but they were more constrained in the fight back against racial injustice. My generation didn't have those kind of considerations, you know, and we refused to tolerate the things our parents sometimes reluctantly tolerated. We rebelled. This poem describes a section of that rebel generation to which I belong. It's called It No Funny. People saying this, people saying that about the youth of today, how them carrying on away. And it no funny. It no funny. Them would take chance. Forget a little Kyle. Them would take chance. Fill live it up a while. Them would take chance. We live it up in style, then we take chance. We go jump and prance, then we take chance. And them love blues dance, then we take chance. And them don't count the cars. People saying this, people saying that about the youth of today. How them cars in a free. And it no funny. It no funny. Then we take chance. And them love cause ras, them we take chance. Them we skip them class, them we take chance. Figure papa little style, them we take chance. Them do it all the while, them we take chance. But some of them last, them we take chance, and them don't count the cost. People saying this, people saying that about the youth of today, about the way them stay, and it no funny. It no funny. Then we take chance, forget a little collie. Then we take chance, with your little sister Sally. Then we take chance, for them feel them force. Then we take chance, but them got no course. Then we take chance, but them is not advanced. Then we take chance, and them don't count the cost. People saying this, people saying that about the youth of today, about the way them steer. 
And it's not funny. No, sir. It's not funny. Now, my parents, no, that's not right. My parents um, were separated when I was a kid. My father stayed in Jamaica, and um, he raised another family down there. But he died in 1982, having suffered um, a couple of strokes and um, heart attack. He had, in fact, he had diabetes. Both legs were amputated. He was only 56 when he died. So I wrote this farewell poem, but it's also a poem about Jamaica, as I saw it during the early 1980s. Reggae for Dada. Galang Dada. Galang You never had no life to live, just the one life to give. You did your time upon earth, you never get your just dessert. Galango smiling at the sun, Galango sata in the palace of peace. Oh, the water it's so deep, the water it's so dark, and it's full of harbor shark. The land is like a rock slowly shattering to sand, sinking in a sea of calamity, where fear breeds shadows that lurks in the dark. Where people afraid for walk, afraid for think, afraid for talk. Where the present is haunted by the past. A death on my barn, that we know about storm, learn to cling to the dawn. And when me hear my daddy sick, me quickly pop my grip and take a trip. Me never have no time when me reach. For sin or sunny beach when me reach. Just people are living shock, people living back to back, monks, cockroach and rat, monks, dirt and disease, subject to terrorist attack, political intrigue, constant grief, and no sign of relief. Oh, the grass turned brown, so many trees cut down, and the land is overgrown. From country to town is just thistle and tan in the wound of the poor. Is a miracle how them endure the pain night and day, the stench of decay, the glaring sights of guarded affluence, the arrogant voices called eyes of contempt, the mocking symbols of independence. A desome bond. Get to know about storm, learn to cling to the dawn. And when the news reached me, send me one daddy dead, me catch a plane quick. And when me reached my sunny isle, it was the same old style. The money well dry, the bullets them a fly, plenty innocent a die, many rivers run dry, ganja planes flying high. The poor man him a try, you think a little try him try, holding on by and by, when a dollar can buy a little dinner for a fly. Galang dada, galang guan yasa. You never had no life to live. Just the one life you give. You did your time on earth. You never get your just dessert. Galango smile in the sun. Galango satter in the palace of peace.
I know you couldn't take it, Dada. The anguish and the pain, the suffering, the problems, the strain. Struggling in vain to make two ends meet so that them picnic could I get a little something to eat, to put clothes upon them back, to put shoes upon them feet. When a dollar can buy, a little dinner for your fly. Me know you try, Dada. You fight a good fight. But the dice them did loaded and the card packed fix. Yet still, you reach 56 before you lose your leg wicket. I know your barn ground here, so we bury you a stranger's burying ground, near to mum and cousin Doris, not far from the quarry, down at August Town. We'll be taking a short break, listening to Linton Kwesi Johnson's More Time, performed live with the Denis Bovell dub band at the Zenith, Paris, France, in April 2003. This song is one of many from the Linton Kwesi Johnson Live in Paris performance, which celebrated his 25 years in reggae and was released a year later in November 2004. Following the song will be his poems, The Great Insurrection, which was his response to the 1981 Brixton riots, Things and Times, Unfinished Revolution, and If I Was a Top-Notch Poet. For now, enjoy more much. time performed with the Dennis Bobel dub band in Paris. Um, I, I would like to do for you now more time, which is talking about the fact that we've been living through a technological revolution which has been transforming the way in which we communicate, work and create, and promises us productivity on a level never before imagined thereby providing the objective basis for guaranteeing full employment in modern developed societies. If only we could have the shorter working day, the shorter working week, the shorter working life with more time to realize our full human potential. More time. Marching out the world towards the new century, armed with the new technology. We're getting more and more productivity. Some said things looking up for prosperity. But if everyone gonna get a share this time, whole mentality must get left behind. We want the shorter working day, give with the shorter working week. Longer holiday, we need decent fear. More time for leisure, more time for pleasure, more time for edification, more time for recreation, more time for contemplate, more time for ruminate, more time for relate, more time. We need more time, give we more time. A full time, them abolish unemployment and revolutionize labor deployment. A full time, them banish overtime. Make everybody get a walk this time. We need a higher quality and liberty. We need it no one for everybody. 
We want the shorter working year, give with the shorter working life. More time for the husband, more time for the wife. More time for the children, more time for your friends, more time to meditate, more time to create, more time to live it, more time for life, more time. We need more time. Give it more time. the new century, armed with the new technology. We're getting more and more productivity. Some said things looking up for prosperity. But if everyone gonna get a share this time, whole mentality must get left behind. We want the shorter working day, give with the shorter working week. Longer holiday, we need decent pay. More time for leisure, more time for pleasure, more time for edification, more time for recreation, more time for contemplate, more time for ruminate, more time for relate, more time. We need more time, give it more time. A full time, them abolish unemployment and revolutionize labor deployment. A full time, them banish overtime. Make everybody get a walk this time. We need a higher quality of liberty. We need it now and for everybody. We want the shorter working year, give with the shorter working life. More time for the husband, more time for the wife. More time for the children, more time for your friend, more time for meditate, more time for create, more time for living, more time for life, more time. We need more time. Give me more time. That was More Time, performed by Linton Kwesi Johnson and the Denis Bobel dub band in the Zenith, Paris, France. Now to listen to the second half of his poems in the West Indian Center. 1981 is the most significant date 
in the post-World War II history of the black experience in Britain. A number of things happened that year. In January 1981, 17th of January, Yvonne Ruddock was celebrating her 16th birthday party at 439 New Cross Road in Southeast London when some racist, some fascist, threw an incendiary device through the window of the house, which resulted in the death of 13 young black people and 26 serious injuries. It was the police themselves who informed Mrs. Ruddock, Ivan's mother, that it was an arson attack. Those kind of attacks were not unprecedented. In fact, they had been going on from the 60s from the time of Enoch Powell's Rivers of Blood speech demanding repatriation. In 1971, in Forest Hill, there was a, a similar arson attack on a West Indian party, and a number of people were badly burnt there. Luckily, no one died. And there was a successful prosecution for arson in that instance. But in the case of the New Cross fire, the police launched a campaign of lies and disinformation Within 48 hours, without carrying out any forensic examination whatsoever, ruled completely out of hand the possibility that it could have been a racist arson attack. They were aided and abetted in the campaign of lies and disinformation by the gutter press, even some of the broadsheets too. They rounded up some of the kids who were at the party and tried to get them to sign false confessions to say that there was a fight in the party and that's what caused the fire. The black communities mobilized ourselves and formed the New Cross Massacre Action Committee within 48 hours. And the police used taxpayers' money to try and discredit the New Cross Massacre Action Committee. There was an inquest which was held within decent haste even before the police had completed their investigations. And the verdict was an open one because there were so many conflicting scenarios presented to the, to the inquest jury. 20 years later, they had another inquest. I don't know why. It was a complete waste of taxpayers' money because there was no new evidence. And the same open verdict was arrived at. But New Cross Massacre Action Committee mobilized between 15 to 20,000 people on the 2nd of March, 1981. And we marched from New Cross to Hyde Park, in the center of London, to protest the death of those young people and the way the matter had been dealt with by the authorities. That was known as the Black People's Day of Action. And they had never seen nothing like that in this country before, or since for that matter. And it was soon after that couple years after that, things began to change slowly because it made those in the establishment sit up and take note of the fact that black people had some power and we could mobilize that power if and when we had to. In April of 1981, for some reason best known to themselves, the police launched an operation, I think largely because they felt that um, young black men were or young black people were behaving with too much defiance after the morale booster of the Black People's Day of Action. They launched an operation called Operation Swamp 81 in Brixton, my neighborhood. 
where they went about harassing and intimidating black people going about our lawful business. That was the straw that broke the camel's back. And we had a riot, an insurrection in response to that. And those riots spread to every major inner city area in this country. Birmingham, Manchester, Liverpool. I made an attempt to chronicle those events in this poem called The Great Insurrection. It was in April 1981, down in the ghetto of Brixton, that the Babylon them caused such a friction that it bring about a great insurrection. And it spread all over the nation. It was truly an historical occasion. It was event of the year, and I wish I had been there when we run riot all over Brixton, when we mash up plenty police van, when we mash up the wicked one plan, when we mash up the swamp 81, for what? For make the rule of them understand that we now take no more of them oppression. And when me check out the ghetto grapevine, to find out all I could have find, every rebel just a revel in them story. Them a talk about the power and the glory. Them a talk about the burning and the looting. Them a talk about the smashing and the grabbing. Them a tell me about the vanquish and the victory. Them said the Babylon them went too far. So what? We had was fibon to care. And one and two innocent get mar. But what? Now so it got some time in a war in star. Now so it got some time in a war. Them said we bond down the judge. We could have bond the landlord. We bond down the judge. We never bond the landlord. When we run riot all over Brixton. When we mash up plenty police van. When we mash up the wicked one plan when we mash up the Swamp 81. Them say we commandeer car and we gather ammunition. We build with barricade and the wicked catch afraid. We send out, we scout, figure, find them where about. Then we farm up, we posse and we make we raid. Well, now them run gang up plan counter action. But the plastic bullet and the water cannon will bring a blam, blam. Will bring a blam, blam. Never mind scar, man. Will bring a blam, blam. It was a watershed moment, the riot, the um, Black People's Day of Action in the history of our struggles for racial equality and for social justice. And of course, the second watershed moment came in the 90s with uh, the Stephen Lawrence um, murder and the Stephen Lawrence inquiry. So this is a poem, and it's a kind of a stock-taking poem where I'm asking the question, how far? Have we come after those events? Because there were other uprisings in the, in the mid-80s, in 1985, for example, which um, were triggered by the, what was perceived by many young black people as the police killing our mothers now with the death of Cynthia Jarrett and the shooting of Cherry Gross in her back. Looking back on my life in this country, I think in spite of the fact that there were many obstacles put in our way, what we can be triumphant about, when I say we, those of us in the black communities, what we can be triumphant about is the fact that we successfully integrated ourselves into British society. So here's the poem, it's called Things and Times. Duped, doped, demoralized. Dizzied, dazed, traumatized. 
Blinded by resplendent light of love, dazzled by the firmament of freedom. Him couldn't detect deceit all when it kicked him in him teeth. Him couldn't cry corruption and believe in a man. Him never know about clique. Him did humble, him did meek. Him never know intrigue. Him never in at that the league. Him never did understand that on the road to socialism, you could buck up nepotism. Him wife dangerous, him brother treacherous, and him cousin very vicious. Doped, doped, demoralized. Dizzied, dazed, traumatized. Now like a fragile fragment of light trapped in the belly of the dark night. Like a blind man stupefied and dazed, lost and alone in a mystical maze for days upon days upon days upon days. Watch him drifting across the ocean of life without rudder nor hunker nor sail. For days upon days upon days upon days, call him flotsam of the tides of the times, if you like, lost in the labyrinth of life, if you like. Doped, doped, demoralized. Dizzied, dazed, paralyzed. Shipwreck against the sands of the tides of the times, meditating upon the bad old days. Face down upon the gleaming seashore, not so certain, not so sure like before. The salt of the sea, upon the sun, in I'm I, and him would give it back if him could cry. The sound of the surge of the sea, Harmonized with the swaying bamboo trees, and in brains just a tick, all kind of thoughts now in it, like them desperate days of defiance, when young rebels did a fight against oppression, when young rebels did a fling fire bomb, when they marched with them banners raised, chanting freedom, chanting justice, chanting blood and fire, when North Crucial Trail was ablaze taking the struggle to a higher stage. Doped, doped, demoralized. Dizzied, dazed, paralyzed. Now wash up, wet up, mash up. Him raise up, catch up and sit up. With him hand pan him jaw and him head a hang down. I consider how young rebels get old. How some sell them soul, some get left out in the cold. Some get elevated, some get depreciated. Some turn middle class, some a gamblerous ass. Some a try to live clean, some get vicious and mean. Some plague with doubt, some still a tough it out. One and two a fight the struggle in them head. Lead the leader lesson of them head. Win the revolution in them head. Yeah, man. All a ton prime minister in them head. Doped, doped, demoralized. Dizzied, dazed, traumatized. Now him wondering, pondering, considering 
posing all kind of riddle to himself like, now that we come out of the one room, them, and time and fortune been some of our friends. Now that we got with council flat and with this and with that, we color TV and all the mad con. Now that we create some space and not for we own a little place. Now that we got with MP and with Black JP, Black Span the Radio, Black Span TV, with Sir and with Lord and with MBE, I forgot, we forgot. Or it that? Do we need another Moses if we take we across the sea and say, go on, walk across, on a free, on a free, as we enter the 21st century? Are we long past that the era, that the stage? And is each and every one who have to rise now to meet the dawning of a different age? Well, he was wondering, pondering, considering when him hear a voice like the wind say, Cho, adjust things and times, wonders and signs, but not get mystic, be realistic. And him hear a next voice like the sea say, Sometimes the pungent odor of the key signals a brand new life depend the way. Let me write something a little bit more cheerful. So I wrote this one called The Unfinished Revolution. Now watch your Mr. Man. Me not like the way you turn, and your turns are too long, you know, man. I meditate here, I meditate upon the same songs so along. Well, hear me, man. Me not teach. Me not preach. Me just assure you how me see it. Because the truth, well sweet, just like an African beat, like when you see where you're coming from, like when you sight which part you reach. So I don't care if you are vexed or even going like you're perplexed. I'm going to show you what I say, Mr. Man. You just sit down and fall up like a cabbage. Like say you got no understanding, got no knowledge. Like say you still no realize you are just the other day. We chuck off the choking chains of bondage. That in spite of the hatred and disadvantage, though we slip up and stumble upon the way, we still reach far down Freedom Street, still mindful of the minefields upon the way. So may I beg you, Mr. Man, please come out of your shell. We can't dwell in the past that lasts forever, you know, my brother. Now that the sun has shined bright, please come out of the dual drums at the dark night. History bigger than me, are you, you know? Time can steal what it can heal. So shake the dew from out your head. Wipe the cobweb from your face. We got enough work for do, for we not reach Mount Zion yet. Yes, we put on a solid foundation for true. And one and two away well, I get true for true. But we still not build the new Jerusalem yet. The time going to come again, you can bet. When we are going to march on again, you hear me, friend? Mobilize me, woman, and we friend them again. Even the picnic, them are going to join in again. For freedom is not no ideology. Freedom is a human necessity. It can't depend upon no one somebody. It's up to each and every one away. Me not preach. Me not teach. Me just assure you how me see it.
Because the truth, well sweet, just like an African beat, like when you see where you're coming from, like when you sight which part you reach. So I don't care if you are vexed, or even go on like you perplexed. I just assure you when I say, Mr. Man. How I came to write this poem was that someone brought it to my attention that my name was mentioned in the Oxford Companion to 20th Century Poetry, albeit as a footnote. <laughs> um, and it was a, a footnote about dub poetry. A, a, another poet from an older generation was quoted as describing dub poetry as, quote, overcompensation for deprivation, unquote. Since my name has been largely associated with this so-called dub poetry, I couldn't ignore it. So by way of repost, excuse me, I wrote this piece. And I make reference to Butalese, who, as some of you may recall, was chief of the Zulus. His Inthaka organization was a, um, a thorn in the flesh of Nelson Mandela's ANC. And he was a collaborator with the apartheid regime. And um, Lance Percival, I make reference to, some of you are old enough to remember Lance Percival, very popular English comic actor uh, who also made a name for himself doing parodies of some well-known calypsos, like Don't Stop the Carnival and so on. Um, I begin with this little quote by a Jamaican Rasta poet who in one of his poems had a line that went, most of the straightening is in the tongue. He's making a point about language. So my... Um, Repost is called, If I Was a Top-Notch Poet. If I was a top-notch poet, like Chris Okigbo, Derek Walcott, or T.S. Eliot, I would write a poem so damn deep that it bittersweet. Like a precious memory will make you weep, will make you feel incomplete. Like when you love a leave, and do a defeat you concede, still you beg and you plead, till you win a reprieve, and you're ready for rock steady, but the music done already. Still, in the meantime, with me rhythm, with me rhyme, with me rough bass line, with me own sense of time, going poet of a step in line. Kabuta lazy might have got a couple thousand. But Mandela fame, thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands. If I was a top-notch poet, like Kamal Brathwaite, Martin Carter, Jane Cortez or Amiri Baraka, I would write a poem so rude and rootsy and subversive that it make the goon poet turn white with envy. Like a condomble voodoo coming a chant. A whole time calypso or a slave song that get banned. But from granny right down to grand picnic, each and everyone can recite that they one. Still, in the meantime, with me rhythm, with me rhyme, with me rough bass line, with me one sense of time, going poet of a step in line. Kabuta lazy might have got couple thousand, but Mandela for him thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands. If I was a top-notch poet, like Chikaya, Yotamsi, Nicholas Gwen, or Lana Goodison, I would write a poem so beautiful 
that it's simple. Like a plain girl with good brains and nice ways, with a sexy disposition and plenty compassion, with a sweet smile and a subtle style. Still, me now go bow and scrape and go on like an ape, peddling no puerile parchment of ethnicity, with ungular vague fleeting hint of authenticity, like a black lance Percival in reverse, or even worse, a babbling buffoon will lose him tongue. No, sir, not at all. Me got me rhythm, me got me rhyme, me got me rough bass line, me got me own sense of time. Goon poet of a step in line. Kabuta lazy might have got couple thousand, but man, they love him thousands and thousands and thousands. Thank you very much. The Africanist Press Podcast is sponsored by the Northwestern Program of African Studies. You can listen to us for free on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, Radio Public, iHeartRadio, Pocket Cast, and other podcast platforms. Help us reach more people by sharing the podcast, telling people about us, and see you next week.